Welcome back to another episode of Two Average Husbands. I am your host, Jake. And I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of the Two Average Husbands podcast. Jake, what are you drinking this week? I'm going to start off with Testy Toucans, which is a tropical sour ale by Riverlands Brewing, which is local to me. I didn't tell Jake this, but I am again drinking H2O for this episode. Apologies. Wow. I decided that I will not drink anything but H2O until I feel 100% again, and I still do not feel 100% from my sickness. Well, uh, you're doing it wrong. See, if you drink, your body recovers quicker. It's just science. I don't know that that's science. I think that might be just bullshit. It is, but I see no reason not to just test the theory. That's okay. I'm going to drink water, and it's not going to affect my ability to do this podcast. All right, so fun fact of the day. That's not so fun. So right before the podcast started, my power went out. And the reason that my power went out is because Northern California is getting some crazy, 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 crazy storms. And one of the nearest major cities to me is Sacramento, California. And your fun, not so fun fact of the day is that the last time that California saw this level of rain, or Sacramento specifically, was 1861. And when that happened, a third of the land in this area was underwater. 4,000 people died. The whole state literally went bankrupt because people couldn't work. And they had to physically raise buildings, like the foundation of buildings, to keep them out of the water and uh, to recover from the flooding. Uh, And that was in 1862. And now people are looking at those statistics from the 1800s and going, this is very similar to what is happening now. So people are freaking the fuck out. Because the rain is going crazy out here. We've got tons and tons of water. We've had a pretty much flowing little like mini creek in our backyard, which isn't usually there for like the last month. Um, our roof started leaking. Uh, I didn't tell Jake about that yet either. But, yeah, that's uh, news to me. We are in the living room last night, and Carly goes, is that, is that water? And I was like, no, it's got to just be the reflection of the Christmas tree because it's like right above the tree. She's like, I think that's fucking water. And so we turn on a light, and sure as shit, there's two giant fucking water spots on the ceiling of my house. Uh, Thankfully, uh, the guy that did some repairs on my house before I bought this house, uh, I called my realtor, and I was like, hey, dude, that guy that did, like, repairs on the roof before, um, I'm not so sure he did a great job because my roof's fucking leaking. (laughs) And they basically said that the, the roof was, like, great condition when they did the inspection. Yeah. Uh, so thankfully that guy was actually super, super, super nice. And so when I was at work today, he came out and fixed my roof. So hopefully that problem solved and it's not going to be a big deal. And he basically was just like, we need to like replace the insulation above that ceiling. But other than that, you should be fine. Uh, so thank God that worked out because that could have been really fucking brutal if I would have had to like replace a roof right now in the middle of this weather. Because yeah. I can't imagine you'd be able to get an appointment. You'd probably just have to fucking tarp your whole fucking house. Yeah, pretty much. Uncle Kyle um, mentions the snow and ice in Iowa. We we don't have we have rain as well right now. We've had a lot of fog recently. Like I was driving home the other night and I didn't know where I was. I was in my own neighborhood and I'm We've like, had a ton of fog too. Yeah, I don't know where I am. Yeah, sometimes it's kind of scary too because I have to like I drive highway all the way to work and when you get on the highway and it's like that densely fogged, you're like fucking a man. Like who knows yeah. if some idiot's just gonna panic and like slam on their brakes on the highway? It freaks you out a little bit. Uh, but also. Um, I got a message literally right before this podcast started that the weather is so bad that like, so people that like work at my job commute from all over the place, like literally up to like an hour away from me, probably more than that farther away from me is like the like distance that people are coming from. 
uh, to get to work every day. And like, we all kind of like hub into this central location where we all work, but it's like people are spread all the fuck out. And the people that live way farther north than I do, like the weather is predicted to be so bad and actually turn into snow there that they are straight up like messaging people right now saying, don't come to work tomorrow, which is like unheard of for this area. Like that doesn't fucking happen. Yeah. So it's some pretty, pretty crazy shit going on out in this area right now. Um, Anyway, that's your fun, not so fun fact of the day. That's all I got, I think. I was going to say, that's a little wild. I don't, I don't know if I'd call it fun, but it's not very fun. It's fucking crazy, though. We'll roll with it. And it's so funny because, like, Carly has a friend that lives, like, west of us in California. And she told us before we moved out here, like, she was talking about how, like, there's never any water, there's never any rain. It's like historic level droughts, which is all factual information, by the way. Like, she's not lying to us. And so she texts Carly the other day and she's like, I swear to God, there's not usually this much water because it's just like, non-stop raining in, in northern california right now it's pretty nuts yeah uncle kyle mentions that work got canceled for him yesterday as well so you're well, not alone damn iowans all, get all that fucking snow all the way so. across the country yeah 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 all right uh i go first this week so you, you had your fun fact and now jake here it is my topic to begin the pod it's here new year 2023 new hope for video game releases it happens every year we start off in january we get excited video games are popping up we're ready to go and most of them disappoint but i want to know at least in the first six months of the year we don't need to go through all of it what are the titles you're looking most forward to and why i'm gonna have to pull up a list because my brain hasn't been working. perfect i'll start and my co-manager joey uh, of one of my leagues fun fact my fun fact Normally, we're in a co-manager league. The only way you get to repeat as co-managers is if you win the league. But due to the situation that is going on with the Buffalo football player, obviously that matchup, we just we conceded the matchup. We said Joe Burrow's probably not going to score 25 more points. He could have. But we get to repeat as co-managers due to the unique existence here. So That's nice. thank you, Joey, for everything you've done with our team. And yes, you de- definitely should not trust a chip dip that is left on the counter overnight. That one, that one's Highly questionable, dairy-based, I'm assuming. Not a good idea. Okay, so there's a fuckload of games coming out, by the way, if you didn't know. Like, specifically in the first few months of the year. Things that I'm looking forward to. One that I think is going to be a surprise good game that people have kind of forgot about. Or if you were, like, um, not a dedicated... I don't know if it was on Xbox. It probably was. For some reason, I think it's stuck in my mind as a PlayStation exclusive when it first came out. But Dead Space is getting remastered and re-released. And it's coming out across all platforms. So I played that game a long time ago. It was pretty good. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it again on a computer that has just incredible graphics. So I'm looking forward to that as kind of my first, but not like something that I've been holding my breath waiting for, but I am excited about that. Uh, Joey, I need to look and see when that's coming out because I've seen like the nonstop advertisements for how Breath of the Wild is coming out or the sequel to that. But then I've never seen any like dates associated with it, and I've barely seen any gameplay, so I'm gonna have to look more into that. I'm is that just, Tears of the Kingdom? It. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's coming May twenty uh, May twelfth, twenty twenty three is the current anticipated release date. I didn't even make it that far down this list before I had already found a bunch of games that I was interested in. Uh, so obviously, one of the biggest ones for me as well. I think I actually just skipped over it. I'm going to save that one for next, though. It's a February release. I'm going to save that to my next comment. Or maybe I, my I know comment. which game it is. I know you know, but I know it's going to be... A, there's some controversy attached to that right now, so I'll yes. talk about that last. Um, and then the next one on the list, March release, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So it's the sequel to... Uh, oh, fuck. I'm going to blank on the full title. Help me out. Uh, uh, Jedi. Um, fucking <laughs> shit. Somebody help me out in the chat. I, what was the original one that came out in 2019? 
or tw- late 19 or 20. I can't remember when it exactly came out, but I'm also blank- blanking very, very hard. Uh, Jedi, it, the, the one that's coming out is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah, I just said that. I want to know the prequel. No one cares about the prequel. Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order, thank you. Which was actually, I cared about it. It was pretty freaking good. Uh, I played through it, and when I played through it, it was disappointing because I had I was traveling for work at the time, and I had to play it on like a dog shit TV off my computer, and so like the graphics were just atrocious, and I like, brutally made it through that game just because I was struggling to like play a game that was supposed to be so good on such bad graphics quality, but it wasn't the game's fault, and so. I still really enjoyed that storyline, and I thought it was a really fun playthrough. It's not my favorite Star Wars game of all time by any stretch, but it was a fun story to play through, so I'm looking forward to Jedi Survivor as well. Um, Let's see. I've got a couple now. So um, Dead Island 2 is coming out. That one should be fun. I enjoyed the first one. Um, So this one Was that an exclusive when it came out? I don't remember. I don't know why so many of these are just making me feel like they're exclusive because I didn't play Dead Island. I remember when it came out and for some reason I feel like it's because I had an Xbox and it was like a PlayStation exclusive. It might have been. I don't remember. I could I totally did play be wrong, it. but everybody would like talk that game up and I never played it and I felt bad about it. Let me look. Personally. Let me look. Let me look. I want it. I think you might be right. I think it might have been an exclusive. Um, PS3, 360... No, so it was on Xbox. And Windows. I played it on computer. So. so I have no good reason to have not played that. So basically, just it's on you. It is on me. Um, Let's see here. Uh, I just, uh, Spider-Man 2 is coming out. That should be fun. I Alan haven't Wake played is coming a out. DC game in more time than I can... Or DC or Marvel game in more time than I could describe. Like comic book games to me have just... Ever since maybe like PlayStation 2 Spider-Man, like I have not touched them. Yeah. They just don't interest me anymore. And that's kind of sad. I think actually I did play, somebody convinced me during the Arkham series when those were coming out mm-hmm. um, to play one of those. And I played one of the very first ones of those and it was like, fine. I remember, I think I played through the whole game and it was like, it was okay, but I just never went. And I can't even remember. It might've been Arkham Asylum. I don't remember which one I played through, but it was, it was pretty fine, but I haven't played a Spider-Man game since maybe like the original. It was during the Toby fucking what's his last name, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire days of Spider-Man that I played a game. That was a great one though. I know exactly which Spider-Man you're talking about. Tears uh, of the Kingdom does come out in May. That should be good because if you didn't play Breath of the Wild, and I'm still like kicking myself constantly for the fact that I never finished it because I loved Breath of the Wild. I happened to be playing it at a time when I was also traveling, but thankfully I had the Switch, right? So I was able to play that game while I was traveling around, but I didn't, I was playing it so intermittently because of the shit that was going on in my life and with work. So like there was so many breaks in the story that I, yeah. I ended up falling off and not finishing it. But that game was, it was such a fun playthrough and like the graphics were incredible. That was the one that pulled me into playing on my Nintendo switch that game. I thought it was so, it was pretty incredible to play on such a, uh, a unique format. Yeah. Um, the day before comes out in March. I'm really excited for that. It's a like a post-pandemic uh, zombie survival MMO open world kind of thing. It's the second most requested or most pre-saved MMO game, that open MMO open world game that is coming out on Steam in 2023. Okay. Second only to the game that you are going to reference. Also, speak of the devil, but they teased on some social media that around the time of the Star Wars game. Uh, Jedi Survivor release, they're going to tease an open world Star Wars game as well, uh, made by, I think, the same company that's making. By Respawn? 
don't quote me on that. I'll come back to you on that. But it, I think it was a it was a pretty good publisher that's going to be releasing that game. So uh, that could be awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. I'd probably I probably like the second half of twenty twenty three because I just I don't feel like going that deep. Ooh, into Diablo it. four comes out. So did you play Diablo three? I did. I didn't. And I think part of it to me is like, at the time I only had a console and like mm-hmm. the nostalgia for me of Diablo two specifically is like the PC play of Diablo two. Yeah. And so at the time I only had a console and I was like, I don't want to play Diablo three on a console format. It just doesn't seem right. Right. And I heard really mixed reviews too. And like, uh, I think especially early on when it first released, people were not talking it up as being like super good. And so I kind of lost faith in that as like, I'd, I'd rather not play it than ruin what Diablo means to me. <laughs> and I, I didn't play it. So Diablo four for me right now isn't, isn't tripping the trigger. Stalker two comes out. That game has only been canceled and re announced like four different times. I didn't play Stalker one. Stalker two heart of Chernobyl. It's an upcoming first person shooter. I, I love like horror survival stuff. So that is right up my, like as single player games anyway, like, so that's right up my alley. So I'm excited for that. I didn't realize they were finally, they, they like announced it, canceled it, re-revealed it, delayed it again. And I guess like it's now 13 years later, we're expected to get it in sometime in the first half of 2023. Uh, yeah, I didn't play that. I never really played a lot of the horror games. I'm kind of a big baby when it comes to horror things so like dead space is like a unique play for me like that's something i normally wouldn't play and i actually really enjoyed it so yeah maybe i should have played some more when i was younger but i was a big old baby about it they're releasing a texas chainsaw massacre game that's kind of fucking weird and kind of out of touch with the timing like of of like when that was popular meh i feel like it's kind of always popular maybe so i just feel like that's kind of strange to start releasing that right now but what do i know final Um, fantasy 16 that's gonna be a good one Dude, I haven't. I, no, it's not. I'm sure like the fan Final Fantasy like buffs of like the people that are like fangirls of Final Fantasy are gonna play all of them no matter what, and they're gonna enjoy yeah. them. I'm sure. I am not that person. Yeah. I every time there's been one that's like incredibly hyped up, I've bought it, played like five minutes of the game, and gone, "Why did I buy this game? I don't enjoy this <laughs> at all." And like they just sit on my shelf. So I think I've bought like three or four of them over time, and I've literally never once enjoyed that game. So. That is not something I will pay for. Um, as I scroll through the first half, the only other game that kind of piques my interest a little bit is Skull and Bones. Um, it's it's a pirate game, kind of like hmm. what's the other one that's out there? Uh, uh, I'm gonna blank on it too. The really popular one right now that's yeah. like shit base. Um, yeah, it's not as popular as it was. Oh, what's yeah, it I called? guess I'll that figure was out. Really Give me popular. twenty seconds. I bought that game and I bought it like way too late. Because it was after I finally built a computer and I bought it and I was like, ooh, this is going to be fun. I should play this. And I got on and I remember like I hopped right into like this live game and I like there, I don't even know if there was a tutorial or any explanation of how you're supposed to actually fucking play that game. But I hopped in and I remember like I could hear people like on live chat, you know, in, in mm-hmm. my like little ship crew. And all these people were just fucking shitting on me because they were like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. There's like screaming at me. And, and you're I was like, like, yeah, I don't. This might be the most toxic game I've ever played in my life, and I play Call of Duty. Like these people are going fucking ham on me right now, and I could not, I couldn't do it, man. I just gave up. It's like I'm caving to the pressure. These people can shit on me all the time, and I, I can't do it. Sea of Thieves. That's Sea of Thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. There's supposed to be, and I, I think it was on the list, and it was like later in the second half of the year or something like that. But there's another Assassin's Creed coming out, but I haven't played those for a while either. Yeah. 
Dane Dane played them all, played them all all the time. I dabbled. I never like do, I I know I played Assassin's Creed 2. I think I played 1 I think 2 I and played 3. Black Flag. Maybe 4. If Black Flag was one of the first four, then I think it was I, four. Then I played that and that was the last one. Yeah, I I I shouldn't even say I really played them. Every time I would hang out with Dane, we he would be playing them and I would just like take over and we just like swap off. The interesting thing about it is that the story was actually pretty good. And I think they actually put quite a bit of effort, at least initially, into making them not in any sense realistic, but it, like the gameplay was unique at, at release and it was challenging uh, if you, yeah, as long as you didn't play it on like super easy mode, right? Like it was a difficult game that had a fun story and it was, it was a totally unique gameplay. Like there wasn't like an assassination game up to that point that I can think of other than maybe like Hitman yeah, that played like well. Like Sniper Elite. And yeah, that's what, and I would categorize that like totally differently. Like you're like up yeah. close and personal, like hand to hand physical combat, like assassination right. type, you know, it, it was pretty fucking cool. And you actually could learn a few bits and bobs about history if you paid attention uh, to the storyline. But then, you know, like any type of, of thing like that, where if you, if you don't release them like in quick succession to each other, you lose so much sight of the story that if you go and you wait like six months after release to play Assassin's Creed two, you've forgotten the entire fucking story anyway. And so if you jump right back into it, like you, I think that story dissipates like the value of it over time with, with that type of series. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I was like, I still enjoy the gameplay, but it's not like changing enough. And so yeah. if you're not getting the continuity of the story and keeping up with it, then the, the game really lost value to me over time. And so I stopped, I pretty much just stopped playing those. Yeah, that, that, and, that, and to be honest, like, like any game like that's that popular and makes that much money, they stop putting effort into development of story, I think, and they just start going, what can we reskin and not change anything else and just type up a new story and release it again? Like yeah. all of those games became just a copy and paste of each other with like slightly better graphics. Yep, pretty so, much. Yeah, I don't fuck around with those anymore. But anyway, I'm going to start running over time if I don't talk about this. So, Jake, here's the controversy. I've been a Harry Potter fan for my entire fucking life. Yeah. As long as I can remember, I have loved Harry Potter. I used to fall asleep watching the movies over and over and over and over and over again when I was a kid. I read every book. I loved Harry Potter. And now, J.K. Rowling's a piece of shit. And everybody knows that she's a piece of shit. And if you don't think that she's a piece of shit, we can have that as a totally separate conversation topic. And you can even come on the podcast and talk to us about how you could possibly think that that woman is not just terrible. But... People are avidly trying to protest the Hogwarts Legacy game. But the sad thing about it is, is this might be the the game that is finally going to satisfy the quench of Harry Potter video games for every fan out there. Because up to this point, a lot of them have been pretty garbage. Like, and it, unless you liked the Lego like style gameplay, which I just don't really, I think they're kind of fun, but it's not like something that I just really get into. And it's more for kids, I think, personally anyway. Some people like that shit. I don't know. But those were okay, I'd say, in terms of like a Harry Potter game that wasn't like meant to stick to the story. But the ones that stuck to the story were pretty fucking lame. Right. And then um, they made a. Um, it was right. We just talked about this the other day, but when Xbox Connect or whatever first came out, they made a Harry Potter game that you could play through and like you'd like stand in front of the fucking camera and like whip your yeah. wand. That was garbage. Just fucking yeah. atrocious. Right. And so this one is like borderline open world from what i understand where like you actually can move around build characters sort houses like you're actually getting the personalized aspect of harry potter world attached to you for a video game and it happens to hit at the exact same time as everybody's going 
fuck this author, we're not giving her a dime, and we're protesting. And I gotta say, I just don't think I can do it. I have to buy that game. I'm not gonna pre-order, because I don't believe in pre-ordering. I'm not gonna give any extra money. I won't do microtransactions if they exist. I hope they don't. I don't know if they will or not. Uh, But I think I have to buy the game. Here's my argument as to why it's okay. J.K. Rowling is not involved in this game in any way, shape, or form. Doesn't matter because she owns the license. Does she? I'm nearly 100% positive on that. She will benefit from the profits of this game. From what I'm looking at, Warner Brothers technically owns the license. Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Entertainment is the owner of the license. J.K. Rowling has publishing and theatrical stage rights. That is it. Like book publishing only and theatrical stage rights? Yes. That's interesting because if that's true, then she's not going to dime and I don't give a fuck. But from what I understood previously, she was going to get some sort of a stipend off of these games. Yeah. That's what I'm reading. It could be incorrect. I'm just using doing a quick Google search here. But I don't know. I think... If we've that's talked- true, it alleviates the problem anyway. But regardless, I think certain individuals would stay like, still say like representative of who she is. They wouldn't want to buy the game. Yeah. Just and I, understand, I, I understand that, but also we've talked enough time. We've talked uh, on here before about separating the art from the artist and how that's true. there's night. I would, and you just kind of have to separate the art from the, the artist in every situation too. Like if you support a large brand, any large brand, be it Walmart, be it Disney, be it Harry Potter, be it Nike, you're supporting something bad in some way, shape, or form just because of some of the practices that they take part in, in in some way. There's almost no way to do everything with just pure inherent good and for everything to not have some negative consequence in some way, shape, or form. So I think more often than not, unless it's something that's like, if I purchase this, somebody will be killed. If I purchase this, somebody will be you know, truly stripped yeah. of their rights in some way then it's one of those things where like most of the people are contributing to a similar thing in some way, shape or form, whether they realize it or not. People yeah, the interesting coffee, thing about it too is like, go ahead. Like people who drink coffee, some of the ways that those coffee beans are, are harvested and, and roasted are very inhumane conditions. Same yeah. with if you wear diamonds and jewelry, if you wear, yeah. like there's just, there's no way in my opinion to have inherent good in everything that we do. So there's a lot of these situations where you have to separate what you're getting, what the enjoyment that you're getting out of it and the, and the art away from the artist that is causing the issue or creating the issue. One of the shitty things too, is I think people are, people are big mouth on the internet about supporting things like this and like, you know, protesting it. But like at the end of the day, and I've, I've openly voiced my critique of this before, but there are a lot of people out there specifically with like some very, very, very popular companies like Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby and all these other places that are like donating millions and millions of dollars against the LGBTQ community and or, uh, you know, anti-abortion type company like or type uh, uh, funds or whatever. And so people still shop there. I think people don't want to. I think people morally want to avoid those types of things. But at the end of the day, they're like, I need some fucking shit for my crafts. Where am I going to go? I'm going to go to Hobby Lobby. You know what I mean? Like or. And the alternatives might be no better, or maybe they just aren't in some people's area. Or they're like, I just really like that fucking chicken sandwich, and I'm going to eat that shit. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I'm going to feel a small sense of guilt about it. I really will. But at the end of the day, I'm going to buy that fucking game. And if it sucks, I will shit all over it on this podcast. You better believe. And then I'll double down and I'll shit even more on J.K. Rowling. But 
I do think it's going to be good. Here's if you are going to boycott a company like Harry Potter, we'll just call it a company for what they've done. You also have to boycott Chick-fil-A, Bed Bath & Beyond, Acme, H&M, Outback, All Bloomin' Brands, Taco Bell, Yum Holdings, ADT, Security Which Systems. Yum is a lot too, yeah. Yeah, Dole Bananas, Pet Boys, AutoZone, um, Berkshire Hathaway is an investment firm, I believe. Big it Lots. Um, like, there, Casey's General Stores. Uh, oh, Casey's. Uh, City Finance. Uh, no, Cincinnati hope. Financial Group. Dean Foods. Boy, CST Brands. Dillard's. Dollar Tree. Domino's. Dr. Pepper. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Every company does fucked up shit. Yeah. You just, we have to accept that. If we're going to live our lives, like if you truly want to support like everything that you do to support nothing negative, you can't own a car, you can't own a home, you can't like there's no way you can do a lot of these things if you're if you're truly living a life to not support negative things. And this is kind of turned off into a different tangent that maybe we did or didn't intend it to talk about. But like you you can't support most companies in, in some way, shape or form. Every company does bad things. The shady thing about it too is like a, a lot of the time it's not the like the company or like the yes. the creator an, of the company it's CEO that took yeah, over. Yeah, it's an owner of them or the in, or the you know? investment company that owns them or their yeah. distributor of the product that there you're is buying. a very like, direct tie from J.K. Rowling to Harry Potter though, so this one's pretty traceable. But it, at the same time, like yeah, we don't have to drag this out any farther. But my point is, yeah. I'm gonna have a small tinge of guilt about it. But I do think it is the game that I'm looking forward to most in 2023. That's all I got. That's my topic. Boyd, thanks for hopping in the chat. Dr. Pepper is delicious. Kyle's wife, Carly, would agree. She does like a good Dr. Pepper. That is a fact. I have myself a nice little Dr. Pepper Zero Big right Diet before Coke. this pod. But love Diet Dr. Coke. Pepper, probably a close second if I had to guess. All right. That was a solid first topic. Um, we're almost to the point where I have to rate this beer. I'm struggling to drink it. It's not very good. That's sad. 2.25. 2.25 is I'm not gonna a very keep good drinking rating, it. but really surprisingly, basically average. Pretty much, yeah, just slightly below. No, <laughs> four or five is bad for me. Four or like, five? That's what that, like, if you rate, like, if it came out to a 10 point scale, two, two oh, and a quarter is sure. 4.5. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like not going to drink it again. It is that's drinkable. Fair. You can that's drink fair. it. Somebody will like this. I just don't. Yeah. But I got to finish it. So, fuck yeah, Dr. P, says Carly. Well, big Dr. P fan. Hate to break it to you. That drink is red. Yes, it is. He had, I had one like that too, and I feel like I remember it being also disgusting, but it wasn't a sour. So, so this is Don't flavored with raspberry, lime, and pineapple. And I don't know; it just it has no sweetness to it whatsoever. But it's not really sour either. It's got like yeah. a little bit of sour and a weird bitter note. Hmm. It's not great. Anyways, not great, Bob. Kyle, I purchased something Jake. recently. Did you? Whether or not you think that my purchase was worth it, I spent some money on it. Okay. I think I got a good deal on it. Other people may not. So I want to ask you a few different items. And what is your price threshold for purchasing these items? Like okay. how much is too much on certain things for you? Yeah, yeah. Easy. So I'm going to start it. out with a water bottle. Shout okay. out Ice Mule. I want to give away from them. So their sticker is on this water bottle. This is not their water bottle, but shout out Ice Mule. This is a water bottle, half gallon. Bought it on Amazon. How much would you spend on a water bottle? What's the most you would spend? Okay. I think this number went up for me last year in 2021. So technically now, two years ago, I think this number went up for me. 
Was it when you got the Hydro Flask? It was when I got my Hydro Flask. And I got it on sale. I will preface that. So I still think my number for a water bottle is $25, no more. But I'd have to, I don't even remember. So Carly wanted one for Christmas, and I just bought her a new water bottle. And I can't remember if it was more or less than that. But that I wouldn't uh, consider that my pay threshold. That was what Carly that's, wanted. So. The, the Owala is about 30 bucks, at yeah. least around here. Yeah, which it is a sick water bottle. If you guys haven't heard of it, it's got like a pour spout, like a shaker cup does, but also a straw in the same opening, and it's vacuum sealed. Oh, they have a Star Wars edition. That's pretty neat. Kyle's buying a new water bottle. All right, things we learned tonight. But what is the about thirty bucks? What is the most you would spend on a singular? Hold on. What is yours? Oh, uh, probably about the same, like thirty bucks. Yeah, twenty five dollars. She did get the fat daddy. She said that the thirty two ounce one. I think so. That's one she I got. Clarify that. Oh, she got Ooh, 40. 40. They got a big one. Huh. I'd have to look at my purchase God history because I have no idea what the fuck I... Oh, dude, even cooler. If you go onto this and you look at their uh, website for the Star Wars edition, they show you the price in American dollars and galactic credits, and I fucking love that. That's fucking That sick. is a very unique addition to the site. They might have just sold me on that. Anyway, go on to the next one. A singular beer. A single beer, I will pay no more than $9. I'm going to keep it in the single digits. I've definitely spent more than that. I definitely will spend more than that. I probably have. I would say that is my pressure threshold where if I see something that costs me more than $9, I'm probably like second guessing myself and looking for alternatives. So I'd have to convince myself that it was worth it. I can't go to a sports me, game in the me, city of Chicago without spending more than $9. I need to change. Oh. I need to preface. Okay. If I'm going to a regular ass bar and I'm getting a 16 ounce beer, I will not pay more than $9. If I I'm at like a concert or a sporting bucks. event or a, uh, you know, something like that, or I'm at a place like Yard House where I can get like a 30 fucking ounce beer, that price threshold obviously goes up. Yeah. Incrementally, me, probably in 16 ounce increments of like, I'd pay 18 bucks or whatever for like a 32 ounce beer or whatever. The most I have ever spent on an individual beer was $30, and it was a limited edition stout that I drank on this podcast and cut the shit out of my finger. That was our one-year episode that we did. Um, Yeah, that's the most I've ever spent. I will spend that again. That's probably my threshold. If I got over 30, I'd really start to be questioning my life decisions. I got to send Carly a link to this while I'm thinking about it so she can know how cool this is. All right, how much would you spend on a set of pots and pans? Uh, that's a really good question. We just recently bought a set of pots and pans, and I have mm. no fucking rem- memory whatsoever of what I paid for it. Probably 200 bucks. I think my price goes up a little bit higher than that. I think I'm probably closer to like the three, $400 range, just because I know that good pans, if you get good pans that last a long time, like you notice the difference. So... This is another one of those moments where I have to admit that something happened that I don't like that it happened. And that is that I think Carly found these particular pots and pans on TikTok, and I'm ashamed to admit that. What the fuck? We're getting spam comments. Yes! <laughs> We're getting spam comments! We're famous. We made it! We're famous. Uh, okay, anyway. Uh, so I think she found them on TikTok, and I got the... We ended up buying them. Which ones they are, are they? Carly's going to have to chime in in the chat. She's the one that found them, and I actually do think they're really good. Are they the but house-clad pans? I don't fucking know, man. I don't. I just cook on shit, dude. Like, I don't give a fuck what they are. Oh, as long I as they don't stick now. really bad. Um, but I do find that these are pretty good. Uh, 
they're showing up for us, Carly. I could put them on the screen, but I don't really want to advertise for these people. Uh, and yeah. she did get them from Sam's Club. Carly, figure out the brand and figure out how much we paid because I have no fucking idea. And then we'll. Go I love that. Sam's Club, dude. I might cancel my Costco membership. I, I love Sam's Club. I don't even know if we have a uh, Sam's near us. We probably do, but I've been to uh, Costco quite a bit. I love I love recently. both of them. But what is the most that you would spend on a television? Uh, that's a good question. I actually, okay, I'm going to preface this by saying I just read a really interesting article about how dramatically and quickly the price of TVs dropped, like mm-hmm. comparative to like every other piece of technology in history, yeah. like TVs dropped price faster. And I think it was, don't quote me on this directly, but it was basically like in the last decade, roughly a like 70 inch TV or whatever was $40,000 within the last call it 20 years at, at most, right? Like, I so if you wanted a large, large TV, you're looking at tens of thousands of dollars for like a name brand one. And so now you can get the same type of TV for about five, 600 bucks, right? And and the article goes on to talk about how all of it is basically because of the way that they're using it to advertise to you now. And um, part of that is like tracking your data and selling your data and posting advertisements and giving you like, uh, like even down to like the specialized things on a remote where it's like the Netflix button on your remote is a paid yeah. for thing, right? So like people are finding definite ways to take more profit and more data or revenue streams from you buying that TV, but still drive the price. So that's you're, that's the sell-off, just an FYI for you as, as you're getting a cheaper TV. But that being said, I think I'd say... I'm almost with Uncle Kyle there. He said 500 bucks is the most he'd spend on a TV. I'd probably say like six, $700 max. And that would be if mm. I was going to get like a really nice TV. I don't even remember what I paid for the one that we that I bought while you were with me. I think it was around 500 bucks. Yeah, it was pretty I think close it was like that. 525 maybe, or like 550 yeah, or something like that. I was going to say like maybe a little bit more. But I would spend like if if I had the money to comfortably do it, I would probably spend up to like two grand on a TV. I would love to have like an 86-inch 4K TV. And know that if I bought that, I never have to really buy another TV. Yeah, you say that, though, but that's the problem with, like, things like TV and technology, right? Like, you're like, I'll never buy another TV. And then five years down the road, the technology somehow changed and somehow gotten better. And think, and you're dropping another two grand, right? So, like, I I don't think I'm ever going to make that much of a leap. Even if I was, like, a multimillionaire, I don't think I would. Like, my TV is completely fine. I didn't even want to buy that. I got peer pressured by Jake into buying You very TV much. You very much got peer pressured and yeah. by me and Didn't Carly. So there's that. Um, next up beer for me real quick is I'm just going to name them. I didn't name them last time. I'm here to talk shit since we're shit talking some brands today. Um, it's Tico time. It's a tropical wheat ale from exile brewing. Um, their man, their owner, uh, basically shit talked the homeless community very heavily one time. So fuck you for that. Um, but uncle so Kyle brought me this beer from Iowa and I'm going to drink it because I don't let beer to go to waste. Um, what is the most that you would spend on a oh, dinner dude. date? So just to re-clarify, it was the um, Sam's Club pans and they were, well, you, at least the article that Carly just sent me has them listed at less than 200 bucks now. And I think they're actually really good. But that's an eBay price, yeah. so take that with a grain of salt. I, it, so I think it's the members mark, like, which, is a Sam, which is Sam's Club's like their brand. Um, I see them listed at 160 as the Caraway knockoffs, which a Caraway is like a $400 yeah, yeah. set of pots and pans. Yeah. And they're very, very good. They're very well 
renowned. And I have seen some of the TikToks calling these dupes. So I respect it. Carly really wants you to talk about this. I'm dodging the question because I'm just going to like flash it really quick and then put it away because I've recently changed my mind on this and I don't want to talk about how grossed out I am by the number of dollars I've spent on that. Define a plain t-shirt though. A plain t-shirt. Like no logos. No logos. A plain colored black, white, gray, green, yellow. Doesn't fucking matter. Just a plain t-shirt with a regular collar. Dude, if if it's the material I like and it fits the way I want it to, like... 75 80 bucks oh Maybe my 100. god i feel so much better now like i don't if it fits me right mine is 25 30 bucks a shirt that is I, my peak i think that's very reasonable but the the thing okay it's good to hear somebody say that and maybe talk me off a ledge a little bit here because my whole life i've been wearing like gildan and fruit of the loom and so yeah. my shirts are like fucking 10 bucks but if they're I'll, plain i'll talk about this sweater right here if you take the logo off of this sweater it is a very nice american-made sweater it is a hundred dollars for this logo really to be thrown on it that's disgusting i would not do that and i bought this and this is my favorite crew neck that you're i probably own. way more willing to spend money on clothes than i am maybe that's oh, part of my 100%. problem here is i'm just grossed out by the price of clothing yeah no i'm i'm very willing uncle kyle mentioned he did not know about exile beforehand i did not expect you to know about it because i only knew about it because of tiktok but TikTok. no judgment there but yeah Change i would in the com- world and tell they get banned. It's blanket in the banned from the United States. My, da- and my we'll dad. We'll talk about that when it comes up. My dad on New Year's goes, "So what are you guys gonna do when TikTok gets banned, huh?" I was like, "I don't know. Watch Instagram Reels like a peasant." Yeah, pretty much. Except for I don't watch TikToks. I just watch TikToks on Instagram. You and Dane both. Clothing is so crazy priced, boy. I okay, and I made this comment I think to Jake and to Carly the other day, but I think it bothers me how much I pay to be comfortable now in like lounge clothes. Yeah. Like, I pay a lot of money to relax in my house in clothes that I, I shouldn't need to be spending that much money on. Yeah, I'm, and it's, I'm wearing $50 joggers right now. Part of it is, is, like, I feel like I just, I can comfortably buy those things now, so I do, and they're, like, they are more comfortable than, like, the cheap alternatives. Yeah. But it's just, it hurts my soul a little bit to know that I've done it. Yeah. Some of these some I of these am cozy I as fuck know. right now. I am wearing my comfy that I bought for Christmas, and I decided that I told Carly right before I got in the episode. I was like, not only am I not drinking until I feel 100%, but I'm wearing this fucking comfy on every episode until I feel 100%. It I is so comfortable. That's a really, wearable blanket, by the way. It's really all I have. You don't um, have any more good ones? Let me, th- let me think real quick. Pair of shoes. Oh, uh, dude, we're going to be way off on this one. For a pair of shoes for me, I don't think... And Carly will spend more for a pair of shoes on me than I would pay for than I would on myself. So she has bought me expensive shoes. So I will say that I have spent that much money on on shoes before, but my average is probably 70 or less. Like yeah, I would I don't not think... want to top 70 bucks for a pair of shoes. I wouldn't spend more than a hundred bucks at this point in my life. I'm like There's so no close point. to saying $50 like, but 70 is probably dude. I can get a most. pair of vans is 60 bucks. That's really all I want to wear anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's so addicted to fantasy football. I love how is. you're so addicted to the point where like we're in a conversation that's way not about that. Yeah, literally know, not about that. Bo- in the chat. Yeah, Boyd and I just joined a startup together. The one I invited you to, he's in it. I almost oh, invited yeah. Boyd. I joined another one. I, I'm I really got a problem here. Um, Carly can hear me say this out loud. Jake has tried to convince me to join multiple fantasy football leagues in the last two weeks, and I have said no to every single one of them. So it's on, mostly only I'm doing good. One. I'm doing good. Um, what is the most that you would spend on? a on a hat we both wear hats quite frequently we do both wear hats i wear hats all the time uh probably 30 bucks 
I'd probably go up to 50 if it's a if it's a brand or a logo that I really like. I the most expensive hat that I bought in a while was while I was at that country concert down uh, in the city and I saw somebody else wearing it and they had just bought it at a booth or whatever there and I uh, bought it and I think it was 30 or 35 bucks so that's that's my reference point but I like that. Boyd said the guy who uh, got not the guy who got me to join the league, but the guy who started the league tried to get him to join it too. Boyd, I guarantee you, if I messaged you to join it, you would have done it. I guarantee it. That's how easily you give into peer pressure. Um, what, what's the most you would spend on a laptop? Because I'm still mm-hmm. considering buying a laptop. I almost bought one up last until year. I started gaming on a PC. My answer to that would probably have been like three hundred dollars, maybe. Uh, I bought the cheap before while I was in college, I bought the cheapest HP computer that you could possibly buy. Turns out, and if you ever need advice on this, I will give you this advice for free. You can message the two average husbands account on Twitter and I will happily give you advice on this. Do not, whatever you do, do not buy the cheapest computer that the market sells. Yeah. Facts. Most of the time, even what they're shorting you on is storage. And the shittiest thing for you buying those is you're buying storage that has already it's it's a single storage device that is already holding your operating system. So say they're offering you, I don't know, 250 gigs of storage, which is actually way more than they offered at the time that I bought the cheapest laptop. A good chunk of that is already being consumed by your operating system. So you need to be careful when you're buying really cheap technology uh, like that. If you're going to invest the money in it, you should probably go like a tier higher than that, at least. So now, for me, I would say anywhere from 1000 to 1500 is what I'd spend on a laptop. And I yeah. say that caveating and saying, do not go buy a MacBook for a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars. I, I really want a MacBook Pro. There is almost no way I, that you're gonna pay for that and get as much for your money as you could with a Windows PC or Linux or whatever you want to do. Yeah. The Mac OS is storage, Uncle Kyle storage is a cheap upgrade, but if you don't know what you're doing in a laptop, it is an annoying upgrade. It's And it can be, especially if you don't know what you're doing. But also, if you're uh, when it comes to laptops, the cheapest way, or when it comes to computers in general, the cheapest way you can do it is by getting like a a spinning drive, mechanical drive for your hard drive. Right? You can't put those into a laptop. You have to buy an SSD. Yeah. And a lot of them are specifically designed for laptops. So you're getting you you buy pushing yourself into a put a two hundred dollar SSD in it. a A very small pool of upgradable pieces for your laptop, and some of them aren't compatible with specific laptops. You you're you're limit you're in a limited pool of resources yeah. is the problem. And then on top of that, if you remove the storage, if you don't want to have if you can't or don't want to have multiple drives, then you're gonna have to end up reinstalling Windows and basically starting all over in your fucking computer because uh you'd have to reinstall Windows on a singular drive if you if it was unusable or what whatever, you know. You could just keep your operating system on it. But the problem is, too, they probably give you such a shit drive that your computer's going to be slow as fucking booting because it has a terrible read-write speed. But anyway, I'd recommend going up a tier was my my, my bottom line there. And then, yeah, about 1000 to 1500 is what I would recommend spending if you, have right. to, if you can. Last I'd say the next tier down from that would be like your six to $700 range laptops are pretty good. Yeah. Last one real quick, a car right now if you were to buy a new car. Much, yeah. What was the most you would spend on a car? Not monthly, but just total Okay, cost. here's the thing about buying a car right now. I wouldn't. I would not buy a car right now. Yeah, wait till Carvana goes back. Car market they already well, they already are. And that is the sketchy thing. Do not buy a car from Carvana right now. 
Like the never should have. There is so much shady shit going on with the way that people are like dealing with cars right now from Carvana. Uh, Carly showed me a video, and it might have been a TikTok, and I hate to keep admitting that. Uh, of Big actually, TikTok I don't even think she showed here. me a video. I think she just described it to me. But there was a basically a person that bought a car from TikTok, and they were like, or not TikTok from Carvana, and they yeah. were like, "Man, something's really off about this." And they took it in, or they were getting flat tires or something. Like that. I think it was they were getting flat tires, whatever it was. They go in and somebody found a way to put the wrong size tire and not only the wrong size tire, but totally different sizes of tires on all of the rims on the car that they bought from Carvana. Not a fucking thing you can do about it. You just have to buy a whole new set of tires. And not to mention, like, maybe that was like causing damage to some of the parts of your vehicle and you just would have no idea. So it's just it's fucking sketchy. Um, so that being said, A, I wouldn't buy a car right now because the not only is the used car market crazy, but if you, you it's if you getting pay better. attention to the Internet at all, you can see all of the. Uh, dealership markups that are happening on new vehicles, which is also just a fucking disgusting thing that makes me want to throw up. So I wouldn't. That being said, if I was going to buy a vehicle, because I want an EV so badly, I would say that the top end of my budget is probably sixty-five dollars to $70,000 for a car. But that makes me want to fucking throw up, which yeah. is why I have not bought a car, for the record. Yeah, I think my top end budget's about forty-five. realistically. I'm going to have to buy a new car here. Not soon, but within the probably within the next year and a half um i'm hoping i don't need to <laughs> um but my my budget will probably i'll, I'll realistically i'll i'm gonna buy a kia telluride or hyundai palisade i'm gonna say yeah. that right now that is gonna i've heard be bad one. things about the palisade so i'd recommend going with the kia. it's basically the same car either way um yeah. regardless I, I do like the kia a little bit more if i can find one with the features that i want i will probably buy that but realistically i can get them around here for used with not a lot of miles for about 30 to 35 yeah and I, that that is where I would I would optimally put my budget. I think if it wasn't for the fact that I'm pushing so hard to move to the electric market, yeah. because you can't get any reasonably decent EV right now for less than probably 50k, I'd say at a minimum. There's a used Tesla Tesla Model Three with 36,000 miles on it. Never buy. A Not used that Tesla. far from my house for 34,000. I would never buy a used Tesla. You get full I, warranty through the dealer. I would never do it. I just wouldn't. Because I hear bad enough things about brand new Teslas in the in the build quality, yeah. and it's like becoming like lawsuit worthy. People are like, it's getting pretty bad. Yeah. Um. I used to really want a Model Three, and I've completely diverted away from that now. Um. Anyway, Boyd, switching back really quick. If you want advice on that, Jake and I can both provide that. If you want to message us, very much uh, so. for building or buying computers. Then you um, can come play games with us. Also true. All right. Anything else there? No, that's it. All right, we don't have a ton of time, so I'm going to make this a short topic that I had on the docket that I think if I wait too much longer to talk about it, it won't be relevant. So okay. here's my second topic. What do you think about the migrant buses that are dropping specifically off at Kamala Harris's house in D.C. from Texas? And I'm going to blank on where the other one was, but it was that Florida. fucking... Or no. no, 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 no. They dropped them off. It was somewhere on the Upper East Coast. Uh, Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. There you go. There's yeah. the other one. So now you've got two different times that this has happened where migrants have been bussed up or was the first one flown? I think it doesn't was, matter I, how I they think were that was also a bus. Basically just taken and dumped somewhere because uh, they weren't wanted in Texas, I guess, is the reason. Yeah. Here's my thing. If Texas and Florida and... Whatever states these are that are getting these migrants, obviously near the border, you're going to get more of them, just mm -hmm. kind of how it works. Yes. They're not doing anything illegal to get here, hence why they're, can even the states that are sending them places consider them migrants and not quote unquote illegal immigrants, which is a sure. fucked up term. Uncle Kyle, did I not send that to you? I'll get it to you. I will get it to you immediately after this podcast. But Easy enough. if you are going to send somebody somewhere, coordinate something. 
don't just fucking expect people to show up. And then people are always like, like with the one that went to Kamala Harris's house, people were like, oh, she she's cool with immigration. Why didn't she welcome them? She did. She, her mm -hmm. and her husband gave them shit. Yeah. Like, and then Dude, the I think other... that might be the most ironic part about all this personally is that especially with the Martha's Vineyard drop off, that one was like, they're like, yeah, fuck you. Like we're going to fuck immigration. And they just dump all these people off at, the, at this yeah. very small community. And those people just fucking rallied. Yeah. Like they put in the work and took care of those people. Right. Like, but the, the issue was not like the issue was that people were like, why are people mad? They, they went somewhere where they said they'd take them. And it's like, they're mad because you sent them there without telling anybody that you were sending them there. Yeah. You wasted all of these resources to send them to a place that was not, was able to support them, but was not ready to support them. Like the sending them to Kamala Harris's house, like it's cold there. They sent yeah, them to fucking, fucking freezing. It was sub freezing. Yeah. Like, sub freezing out. temperatures to, to make a political haha. And it, it backfired and they still, even though it blew up in their face, they still said, haha, we got them. Like it's just, I think it's so funny too, how it like, how quickly it goes out of the news because yeah. it's so insignificant in the, in like literally the, the grand, like, uh, you know, neat news scheme. It's because like they try to, like you said, they try to make a political stunt about it, but they're like, the people that turn around so yeah. quickly and take care of these people and like do what they need to do to make sure that they are like at least attempting to give them some sort of a quality of life after they've been just dumped off. And so it's like in and out because like, you know, Fox news doesn't want to fucking talk about it because the people are getting taken care of. And it's like, it's not like some just huge tragedy, right? Like, I mean it is, but like people are trying to take care of these people right after the, this big performance. Right. And so like, they're like, Oh, well, you know, it didn't turn into this giant shit show, so I don't want to talk about it on Fox News. So it just disappears, right? Like, it just goes away. Yeah. Um, well, and so, like, and then Greg Abbott was like, since April, yeah, Texas busing strategy has provided much-needed relief to our border communities overwhelmed by the historic influx of migrants caused by the reckless open border policies. Like, bro, just tell me that your state's fucked up, that you can't support a few people coming there. Like it's really fucking funny too, because if you look at the Texas power grid, which is another one of the things that I had listed, that's going to be an irrelevant topic probably pretty soon, but it's just garbage it is funny to watch Texas kind of, and I don't mean this for all the residents of Texas. I feel bad for them, but like, I do politically it is, it is almost hilarious to watch the meltdown of like these people acting like they're an independent nation that could secede at any moment. And then their fucking power grid just completely collapses. And they're like, yeah, uh, they have a struggle of Dude, functioning. The funniest fucking thing that happens in a similar situation. This is like, Oh my God, the open border policies are causing problems. We've caught this much amount of stuff at the border. Yeah. And it's Dude, like, those are really yeah, good. You caught that. You, we caught it. I like, think it was Lauren the... Bobert's dumbass that like tweeted and was like, there's been an unprecedented seizure of drugs at the border or something like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, because we we're doing a really them. fucking good job of catching make, them. Yeah, like <laughs> not because there's more people transporting. It's just we weren't catching them before. Yeah, like it's so it's Carly said it in the chat here. It's all performative and it 100 percent is it's trying to do something for political points that like, yeah, your base cares about it. But the general population hates you. Yes. Like, I guess, cool. It's going to get you elected one more time, but you're going to go down in history as a giant piece of shit. Do you care about your legacy? You claim to. But it's yeah. going to be a dog shit legacy in 20 years. It's really sad that Beto couldn't anymore. take that seat. It, um, very, it very much is. But anyway, I just wanted to quickly highlight that because I do know it's, like I said, it's it's kind of like been hopping in and out of the news and I was trying to catch it on, a, on an up cycle. Probably yeah. should have talked about it last week. But anyway, no. that's all I really got for this topic. All right. Quick last one. topic. Last one. Last one. I got to think of one. <laughs> Jay came completely unprepared. 
Normally do. No, you actually stole one of my topics. So I'm, I, uh, you stole something very similar to one of my topics. Um, so You're I don't want to welcome harp on it too much. What is your opinion on on subscription based services on services that you can only access if you have a subscription subscription to it? Be that a Costco, be that a Netflix, be that a Sam's Club, be that a Hulu. Do you think that there more of these things should be available to the broader population in some way, shape, or form, even if that's limited hours, even if that's limited use? Do you think that there should be a free version no. of some of these things? No, I don't. It's all optional, dude, at the end of the day, right? Like, you, for the most part, a lot of this is like entertainment value that you're listing, right? Like some of them is like uh, pricing value that you could, could you get from like a warehouse store, like a Sam's Club or a Costco or whatever. Um, but for the most part, what you're buying is entertainment when it comes to subscription services like music and TV streaming and video streaming. And so when you're when you're paying for that, it's not like this is something that needs to be open to the public. It doesn't need to be free. I, I would. It's going to burden this like a server specifically when it comes to technology based things to try to get if you opened Netflix for free for everybody, but you have like 10 fucking unskippable ads. The burden because people are going to deal with that bullshit on the servers for them is going to be incredible. And like, I think maybe they'd get enough like revenue off of the ads and shit like that to take care of and like boost up servers. Maybe, maybe they'd just be greedy and not want to. I don't know, but it's like, I, 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 I am 100% okay with them being like, nah, dude, like this is a, a service that we are providing to you. And if you don't want it, don't pay for it. Like, good on, fine, right? What is, but okay, so I don't necessarily disagree with you there, but what is your thought on, a, on more of these companies allowing a one-time use fee? So like Sam's Club, for example, you don't, some people want to go there, but don't have a Sam's Club membership. Sure. What if they just paid five bucks every time they went sure that's fine if they, it, it, i'm not i'm not saying it's like i'd be against the company doing it i'm just saying i'm not saying that they should have to what if netflix charges you 25 cents an hour <sighs> bruh you're very quick you're very quickly gonna hit the amount that it would cost for a subscription yeah but it's Dude, going to incentivize people. None of that matters to me, right? Like at the end of the day, it's a business's decision on how they want to run their business for the most. Like you know, I, I don't. As long as you're not like discriminating or you know infringing upon somebody's rights in the way that you're dealing with your business, like I don't, I don't fucking care. If you want to charge fifty dollars for Netflix, fucking go ahead. I'm gonna stop subscribing to it, but go ahead. Like you choose as a business creator, you are you are the firewall to to how that business interacts with the public, right? So you get to make those decisions. That's part of the reason why you create your own business, right? I mean, you decide how you want to market your product. And so I, I straight up don't care. As a minor pivot, what's your opinion on sharing a subscription service? If I pay for four screens on Netflix, yeah. should I be able to share my login with four people? Yeah, uh, this is tough because this... this I don't want to say I sympathize with these companies because I do think they're raking in a, an absurd profit, even with yeah. the way that these path, like passwords are constantly being shared. That being said, I understand their viewpoint. Like it is essentially on paper theft, right? Because it is, is a it? it's a restricted access service that is only open to those who pay for it, right? That is the intent. And if you do not pay for it, you are accessing it 
without paying for that, you know, not if free access service. Counterpoint. If I buy something at Costco and I share that with my family, is that not inherently doing the same thing? If I buy food at no, Costco different. and I cook that food for other people, they it's would not have It's different because of the business to... model, right? But the business, the business that Costco runs and the way that they make their money isn't even in like... <sighs> okay, let me... Let they me make their money off of memberships. They would not make you money off product. That's my point, right? So like the way that they make their money is by getting you in the door, right? That's how they make the money. So for you to go buy something in there and then you cook a meal for somebody, it doesn't matter. They got you in the door. And it's not like you brought five people in there who are all getting the same price point at Costco. You shop for your own shit and you gave some of it to somebody, right? But, so they, but, but they got you in the door to purchase that product. So then is it, if I purchase Netflix and I have, I have a watch party at my house every Tuesday for yeah. people to watch shows that they can't otherwise watch, is that stealing from them? I think they would see that differently. I'm very much playing devil's advocate here, by the way. I don't necessarily agree with everything I'm saying. I think, not saying I, but. I think that they would see that differently because now you're looking at a singular point of access that happens to be benefited by, but not recurringly benefited by. I mean, obviously you said like every Tuesday, right? But it's not like, it's not like I, from my house, can access your service. I have to come to your house to benefit from the service that you are paying for simultaneously with you. So, and I'm being a devil's advocate too because again, like, I, I don't care if you share your passwords, bros. Like, I don't give a yeah. fuck. You know what I mean? Like, but I do think that from a business standpoint, and I think, I think if we were talking about like a small startup, you'd be like, most people would be a little bit more sympathetic because you could run a startup into the ground yeah. by doing this type of, of like, uh, you know, sharing and limiting, limiting their revenue stream. When it comes to something like Netflix, they are doing things on their own to make themselves go bankrupt. Like their, uh, am, or their Netflix originals, like are, are have driven their profits like down the toilet. Oh, I've got, <laughs> I, I just wrote, after I started this topic, I wrote down another topic that I'll probably talk about next week about Netflix originals. Yeah. And so like, I don't really, I don't empathize with them, but I understand, which is kind of the definition of empathy, I guess. But like, I understand why they're upset about it, but if yeah. they're not that, okay, let me, let me break, break on this, right? Like, so that is like in their favor arguments, the against them is what are you doing about it? Yeah. They've been fucking, and a lot of this is based on Netflix specifically, right? The, this conversation, and there's obviously a lot of other of, uh, subscription services out there, but Netflix chooses not to, to hire the right people to write the right code to prevent people from doing this. Look at YouTube TV. If you want to be a, a subscriber to YouTube TV and share your password, you can't. Do you want to know why? Because they limit you to a specific zip code. So that yeah. So you could within your own zip code. But if you want to like share with your parents that live in a different state, you can't because they might let it go for like a couple months because you could say you're traveling, right? And like you're paying for that service. But at the end of the day, they're going to cut your service off to that individual and say, you need to go home before you can use this. So it's a pretty that, simple implementation. For but them. so can that service not be used by somebody who lives a nomadic lifestyle and travels the country constantly? So we've actually tried to look into this recently and see if there's a, an exception to be made for this. And I haven't found one yet. And I don't know the, the answer to that specifically. So then are they infringing on somebody's right to use no. or right or ability no. to use their service? No, I don't think so. I think you're getting too devil's advocate either. I, I don't, I don't yeah, think I'm so. trying a little too hard here, but like, I know I through TikTok. We keep talking about TikTok. Sponsor yeah. us. I'll do an no, ad. Don't go. I'll away. do an ad. I won't accept. Pay it. me. Pay me. Don't pay Kyle. Pay me. Um, <laughs> but like, 
through TikTok, I know a lot of people who live very nomadic lifestyles and are sure. constantly like traveling. They don't, and everything. Yeah, like van life, um, you know, or even just people who just travel constantly, whether that's for work, whether that's for whatever. Can I only, can I not use it if I'm constantly traveling? Like, say I'm home for... Do they, they might have an exception for that. I honestly don't know. They might. Yeah. Like, they how might. can, how could you prove that though? Like, how could and you I guess prove what you're you not do, sharing versus... What, well, what you could do too is, I think, net, or uh, YouTube TV offers you the ability to like update your location, right? Like your permanent location. So if you truly are moving around a lot, you could probably just keep uploading, updating your location. I don't know exactly how that works. Honestly, I don't pay for the service. I have no idea. Anyway, um, here's where I draw the line and I want to get this in really quick because we're out of time. I, and this is partially me being a devil's advocate to my own point again, or like fighting against my own points that I was just making. But I think the line is drawn when it comes to like heated seat subscriptions and things like that. In a oh car. yeah. Like BMW and charging right. like for individual services yes. in their cars. Yeah. So I think when you're buying a vehicle, you are buying the right to the service that is attached yeah. to that vehicle. In my opinion, this is an opinion only, right? Like even, it's, I it's mean, obviously not a fact because of the way that they're doing this, but even it seems super new for a lot of people because BMW has been in the papers and everything for, for doing that recently. I have a Hyundai. My car, when I bought it, was advertised as having remote start. After I purchased the vehicle is when I found out that you can only get remote start if you pay for their Blue, Blue Link service, which is a monthly fee to use the remote start. I hate car. that. That yeah. makes me so mad for you. Like that yeah. service is that is in your car. Guess what? That is a functionality of your vehicle. I don't pay for it. I don't have and a remote they start. Paywalled you away from something that you, in my mind, already paid for. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so I think that's fucked up. And probably I think that is the get, line. Probably should have get something in my pocket for that, but Yeah. Uh, yeah. And but that being said, uh the counterpoint to that is if you don't like it, don't buy the car, right? I mean, and so I don't and again I I do not want to sympathize with car companies at all because I think that is absolute fucking bullshit. They also make a lot of money. They're doing all right. Oh yeah. So there's points anyway, either way. But the bottom line to me is I think the companies can can run it the way they want. It's up to you as the consumer to fight back against it by not consuming that product, right? Like if you don't like Netflix's price, stop subscribing. If yeah. the whole fucking world subscribed to Netflix, guess what they're going to do? They're going to drop that fucking price. Or they're just going to way overprice the 10 people that refuse to stop <laughs> yeah. subscribing. You know what I mean? So it's, 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 a, it's a tough thing to, to deal with, but... I don't like I don't like subscriptions, but I have a lot of them. <laughs> same, you so, and I, same boat there. Yeah, it was a good topic though. It's a good one thank to talk you. about for sure. Pulled it on my ass, so thank you. This has been another episode of the Two Average Husbands podcast. Thank you all for joining us. You can follow us on social media at Number Two ABG Husbands on Twitter and on Instagram. You can uh, find us and follow us on or give us the thumbs up and the hit the dingy bell on YouTube at uh, spelled out Two Average Husbands as well. You can comment live on Twitch and on YouTube in. Maybe someday they'll fix the Twitter implementation of that, but right now you still can't comment live. That gets to us, at least in the live chat. Uh, So if you want to comment live, do so on either Twitch or YouTube. If you want to hear us talk about something, you want to talk about something with us, or you think it'd be, you know, just a good thing to get spoken about at some point in time, let us know. Reach out on one of those social medias or at uh, Perry underscore FF for Jake on his personal, and we will bring those things up and talk about them or with you about them on the podcast, if you so choose. Uh, and then continue to keep interacting with us in the chat. It helps the conversation flow. I think that's enough of me yammering. We're also everywhere on streaming services if you don't want to watch us live. That being said, I thought about this today, and I don't think we talk about it enough, but if we're doing one of the episodes where it's like a tier-ranked list or whatever, depending on how you feel about those, you should probably watch those on YouTube. It's going to be a lot better experience for you than listening to it on a podcast. 
Kyle non-video covered, podcast. <laughs> Kyle covered most of it, as always. Thank you guys always for tuning in. Like we always say, if you want to see us drink anything specific, let us know. If you want to see a themed episode, let us know. If you want to see anything, do anything special. See us do anything special. Let us know. We're always happy to adapt to what the people want. Carly is asking in the chat, are we playing games after this, Kyle? That's an important know. question. Jake, you tell me. Probably. Um, <laughs> might as well just assume we are at this point, Carly. Um, I also have a cat in my lap, so I can't move. I'm stuck. Yep, he's stuck. Anyways, thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. We will see you all in next week's episode. And as always, don't forget to tell somebody that you